everybody, and welcome to the Half in the Bag Disc Golf Podcast. As always, my name is RJ. I'm coming to you from Northeast Indiana, and today I am being boring and drinking water because it has been a week. Yes, it has. But yes, yes, it has. Uh, but joining me and drinking something which I assume is stronger than water is my friend and yours coming to us from also northeast indiana but fort fun it's joe joe how are you doing and is my assumption correct doing well and i'm drinking uh boy scout magic water no sorry that's for lighting fires uh this i thought that was girl scout water huh. this is my uh japanese whiskey that i've had a few times ah that's really good sweet with a little bit of a burn as described it was really weird like when I first saw the description, I was like, I, I need to try that for like 30, 35 bucks for a bottle. I was like, yeah, that's not bad. Worst case scenario, yeah. I'll start drinking pop again and mix it with something. Yeah. <laughs> or give it away. You as said a gift. it's your Japanese whiskey? Uh, yeah, it's good. I mean, Konnichiwa. Hola. <laughs> I. Believe it or not, I took like a couple weeks of Japanese at one point, and that's all I remember. So, fun fact, where I went to college, it's one of the few in the Midwest that offers Japanese as a major. As a major? As a major. Interesting. Yeah. So we had like, one of my friends was from Hawaii. Yeah. Yep. That must have been an awful uh, shock for them. I, you know, it was interesting. I did find out, though, her dad is in one of my all-time favorite movies, Jurassic Park. So, you know the scene where the helicopter lands and some dude opens the door? That's her dad's butt. Yeah. (laughs) In in the original Jurassic Park. Yep. He's got a credit, so... As guy with butt? Basically. The guy who opens helicopter <laughs> door kind of thing, you know. Yeah. Oh, neat. Yeah. So I was like, that's cool. I mean, I'm not going to want his autograph. <laughs> it. But hey, you know, so good times. Yeah. Yeah. My my wife actually has credits on IMDb. Nice. But One of our co-hosts, yeah. I think does, Ian. Yeah. In the Dark Knight. Huh. Yes. I've heard this. Has He might have told he, the story. He's told on... the story towards the beginning of when he first started coming on, but he he's <sighs> an extra who got lucky enough to, in one of the scenes, you could actually tell it's him kind of thing. Yes. I remember, I remember hearing but it, about this. But it's still a, a blink and you'll miss it type deal. Yeah. So... That's uh, enough of the half in the bag movie talk. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, probably one of our shortest banter intros. Yeah, at probably like well, two minutes. I don't know. I started recording before you had to update everything, so I'm at like five and a half right now. <laughs> uh, well, I'm at like four fifteen. So hey, how about that? Okay. Um, Let's let's go ahead and get moving though, because I think today we've got a little bit longer episode, or you know, about the same as normal for us. Yeah, probably. Who knows? But today we're going. Well, we might not be half in the bag today because we're going fully in the bag. Yep. But with our in the bag. Yay! <laughs> Don't worry, the Joe's Disc Golf uh, my in the bag will come out sometime in like august or september because that's what happened this year (laughs) usually those are released towards the beginning of the year but i'm bucking the trend man releasing it at the end of the year because i mean people gotta see what you actually use this year right i mean this is all just kind of speculation of what we think our bags are gonna look like to be fair my Um, bag hasn't really changed much over the last three or four years since i got back really back into it yeah, yeah, my bag, uh, my bag's actually gone over, gone over some change this year, but yeah, you know, we, we'll we'll go from there. Yep. Um, so let's let's start by talking putters. Okay. Are we doing you and I accessories first or nah? Uh, yeah, actually, let's let's talk some accessories to the bag. Oh yeah. So uh, I think the place you always gotta start with is your nice mini. 
Oh, I've got a couple of them, but going. this is. I've got. Oh, well, this is my really pretty one. It has my dog on it. Uh, I um, actually have to grab my yeah. mini. Hang on. Oh. But you can talk. I might. Yeah. An alternative one is my uh, one that I got from Trilogy Challenge this year. I've got my one from Trilogy Challenge 2018. Yeah, something like that. 2017, whatever. Somewhere yeah, around down then. in the basement. Um, if it didn't float away when my basement flooded over the weekend or uh, last week. Last week again? Um, yeah, my sump pump uh, is on a GFI and the GFI tripped. Oh. I mean, that's yes. a good thing that it's on a GFI and it works. But I feel like that should be the only thing on that circuit is a sump pump. It it is. I oh. I'm pretty sure. Um, That's yeah. I'm not. W- yeah, we had the builders in, and they're like, yeah, I don't know why that tripped, but we. Uh, I think we have it fixed now. So and okay. we, I think we caught it before it got up into our relatively newly hung drywall. So yes, good times. So I have a, a new mini coming out this year. I'll show my Ooh. first. My, the one I use all the time is this sweet stained glass looking one. Oh, um, uh, yeah. I've had this thing forever. Uh, I got it as like I had $4 or $5 of funny money left over. I'm like, here's huh? a mini. I was like, that's actually a really cool looking one. Sold. I found out somebody posted on Reddit and I verified this. And unless the rules have changed in the meantime, that the dimensions of a mini are the same as a hockey puck or can be like the max height can be basically just like a hockey puck falls under that. So I have my sweet Blackhawks hockey puck that is probably 20 years old at this point. And I'm going to start <laughs> using that because why not? I'm a big Blackhawks fan. I like it. And I want to annoy the yeah. few Red Wings fans that I have that I go out with. Or, you know, your your friend that's a blues fan. Yeah, I know. We haven't gone out disking that much. To be fair, yeah. I haven't been out disking all that much recently anyway, and it has nothing to do with the snow. So, uh, yeah, I'll, I'm going to triple check, but pretty sure Hockey Puck technically fits the bill. Nice. So, fun fact, that thing ain't nice. moving. <laughs> no. That, that also feels like it would be heavy to carry in your bag. I have a cart. That's that's true. So let's let's talk about that. You use a cart yes, typically. I um, typically speaking. Yeah, it's with the way the camera's set up now, it's you can see the handle. Probably a little bit right here. You, you cannot see the the handle. Kind of. I'm holding it here. It is wrapped in um stick tape from hockey for the grip hmm. because it's cheaper and more durable and you know comes in like a ten foot or fifteen foot roll. So I can get multiple wraps out of it. And it is also Blackhawks. Because why not? They sell blues. You can do that if you had a cart. I, I could. I do not use a cart. I just use the old trooper bag here. Yep. Um, I'm pretty sure I hit my microphone as I was doing that. So sorry. You're good. But whatever. Uh, yeah, it's the it's the Zuka LG backpack cart. If you've ever yep. used a Zuka cart, I mean, they're all... Same build quality, same general idea. Good quality. Haven't had any issues with it. Had one part wear out, ordered a replacement. It was great. As soon as I found the replacement, that took a lot of work. Shout out to uh, 978discgolf.com, who actually had the part in stock. A+, go check them out. Not a sponsored thing. That's pretty good. Not a sponsored thing, but they had a lot of random Zooka parts and just those ran there. I would equate them to the Radio Shack of disc golf, or all the little random crap you can't find anywhere. That is such a deep cut there. <sighs> such a deep cut. Rest in peace. Pour one out uh, for the poor- Radio Shack. Yeah, yeah. Not not the good stuff though. No, no, no. Not the good stuff. So, yeah. Uh, if you've ever had a Zucca cart, that's that's it. Yeah. So what else you got in your bag that isn't discs? I've got my retriever, my golden retriever on a steak. So the golden retriever I on also, a steak. I also have my retriever. Yep. Um, you should get a steak. Uh, I, I have one. <laughs> 
It's just... Um, you haven't rolled it up. Yeah, I don't remember why it didn't get... Oh, because the water was like... It was soaked the last time I used it, basically. Ah, so that makes it sense. was out for drying. And then for Christmas, I also got one of the stick retrievers. Ooh. I actually got two of them. So, hey, maybe that'll be a giveaway here in the not too terribly distant future. Yeah. Maybe once we hit or maybe once Joe hits like a thousand subscribers on his YouTube yeah, channel. Yeah, we've or lost something. like six subscribers in the last week. So, <laughs> eek. Uh, however, Yikes. YouTube does occasionally go through and purge if you don't interact with the channel. So, ah. interact with Joe's Disc Golf, which you are now if you're watching. If you're listening, go over, like, and subscribe. YouTube.com slash Joe's Disc Golf. Yay. Yes. Yay. Where you can, which you can find this podcast and you can find Joe's weekly podcast. Yes. Wherever you get your podcasts. Or live at 1030 yes. p.m. Eastern on YouTube and Twitch, not yes. Twitter. I tried that. Yes. That was God awful. That was so bad. And and you can also get all of these videos on demand uh, at YouTube slash Joe's Disc Golf, like he said. Yep. 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 So, uh, I, what else you got in the bag? Uh, besides that, I have one of those Zuka like extra Velcro bags just to hold extra crap, yeah. like my cell phone, um, mm -hmm. my Bushnell range finder. Okay. And uh, I needed a new, it finally just was like, I finally ran out of dust, essentially. Uh-huh. The, uh, like, sometimes I use, like, a dry sack. And I uh -huh. bought this one. I hope it's good. Only because of the name. It is my tacky sack. <laughs> so, we'll see. I mean, it's one of those, like, yeah. dirt bag things. So, yeah. they all function pretty similar. Yep. And then I use the Latitude 64 uh, sport sack for my grip needs. I also have. So. <laughs> oh, damn it. I strung it around too I also good. I have band-aids. I have a uh, chalk bag. <laughs> ah, nice. That we cannot see, apparently. Which, while he's getting that, then, of course, you know, like I said, I carry band-aids. I like... Uh, I like if I get a nick or, or something on the uh, course, being able to patch that up right there. So here's the problem. It, uh, well, no, that that's a good thing. Carrying Band-Aids, basic first aid yes. stuff. Yeah. Like yeah. cable managing properly, I strung the cords properly uh, to hook up my uh, chalk bag. And the way I have it attached, I can't get it off without like taking <laughs> off the power pocket, power pocket butter pouch thing. And that's yeah. a whole nightmare. Um, so yeah. I don't have it, but it's the Prodigy yeah. one because I had extra funny money. Otherwise, yeah. if you there want to use one, I use regular climbers chalk with, I mean, if you get a regular climbers chalk bag, that's yeah. probably only going to be a couple bucks. But I had funny money and I needed to spend it at the end of a year. So whatever. There you go. <laughs> Thanks. As I mentioned, the power pocket, which just allows me to carry more discs because, you know, having a cart isn't enough. And then a <laughs> buttload of towels. Oh, yeah. Towels, you know, it, I've got extra golf towels. I've yep. got towels from challenges I've done. Yep. Towels, 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 towels. Yeah. Don't waste your money on the disc golf towels if you can get your hands on like a stack of golf towels with the ring and everything. Yeah. Unless, again, if you want to support your favorite company, by all means, go for it. But if yeah. you just want to have a ton because, you know, there's a wet round coming up, then go to Dick's or Amazon or Walmart or whatever. Now, Joe, Yo. can people or can they not get a Joe's Disc Golf golf towel? Soon. Hopefully. Coming soon Hopefully. to the joesdiscgolf.com slash shop. Hopefully that website will be up and running. Uh, near you. It might be a different Maybe. website name, but I'll have updates. Don't worry. I'm having some issues. <laughs> well, okay then. Mostly time. <laughs> ah, yes. Yes, yes, yes. yes. So, Since I've put more time and energy me... into the podcast and video content, everything else is kind of taking a backseat. 
So uh, I think that takes me through all my accessories. Um, Water bottle. If you want to go ahead and start. Oh, well. Water bottle and yes. I have a lacrosse ball. Mostly because I found it in the field one day. Uh, but also like to get if you get a disc stuck up in a tree. Uh, rather than trying to chuck your water bottle, like if you're like me, I carry insulated water bottles. So I don't want to throw that and have that hit the ground and explode. And now I have to buy a new disc for the one that I lost in the tree and a new water bottle. <laughs> I have a lacrosse yes. ball, baseball, something heavier. Not tennis ball. Yes. I mean, I know people carry it. They're lighter. But the problem is they're also lighter. So <laughs> if yes. you have to get through some leaves and some small branches, probably not going to make it. That lacrosse ball, I think lacrosse balls are close the same weight as a baseball. Smaller diameter. But that's what I have. Again, go to Walmart, buy something cheap. Yep, That's my advice. Or find it. That's what I did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So let's, uh, let's go ahead and move on to actual discs now. Let's start with our putting putters, I would say. <laughs> Those are at school, so and I have a fill-in one. Well, you and I both use the same style and uh, mold, so I'll go ahead and start with mine. I've got a nice classic soft judge. Uh, the one that I have currently in my bag is this pretty blue, blue one with a little shimmer stamp. Um, first actual putter that I ever got. Nice. I actually have a couple others that I got at the end of last season that I'm just kind of waiting to basically break in. Yep. So I have 10 classic soft judges in my practice basket at work, including <laughs> my putting ones that I'm breaking in currently. So pretend that this lucid judge is a classic soft judge and a little darker red than pink. That's about it. Well, there you go. Um, yeah. I like it. It has bead. Uh, that's about my only requirement for having a putter. I have toyed with changing up my putter. I don't like the warden. Good disc. No bead. Uh, I've tried putting with the dagger. Holy deep dish Batman. And <laughs> yeah, I tried. I was like, okay, well, everybody says the dagger's great. Ricky's throwing the dagger again. I'll pick one up. I did. Holy crap. I couldn't get a clean release and it had nothing to do with it not having a bead. Yeah. And then I went to the Swan 2 for a while. That was a good disc. Little too stable. And so I ended up back at the judge. Don't yeah. judge me. So, <laughs> so I will say I'll also use a um, a little bit harder plastic judge. Yeah. Uh, mainly for the wind. I, I think that the the soft plastic seems to to wobble a little bit when it gets windy. Yep. Um, for my style of putting, so I like a little bit harder when it's longer putts or in the wind yeah um, yeah i also use this one for my step putts yep mainly because I, I feel like i just get a little you know a little bit more torque resistant yeah so uh and then well here's my throwing putter looks a lot like the putting putter um actually here let me change it up to the other one i have <laughs> we both have lucid <laughs> judges i have two yes um mostly so for the fact I that if I lose one, then I have another one ready to go. And honestly, I yeah. have a couple gouges in this one that I don't think are replaceable or repairable. So I think I need to find a new lucid judge. Well, I have, yeah. And yours is pink. I've got this nice American flag style stamp one. A lot of stuff I in my up. bag is pink. Yes. Yes. Um, I have a couple other throwing putters that I use mm -hmm. um, more as approach discs. Yeah. Putting approach um, is kind of a weird. Yeah. So let's let's go ahead and talk kind of our approach discs. I've yep. got, I guess, three of them that I'll call approach discs, but two of them. So one of them is just the uh, well, the good old yellow Berg. Yep. I uh, I use it as kind of a. You know, a relatively stable, um, you know, approach disc for when I, I really want to just drop something there. I have the, um, um, uh, whenever I feel like memeing, I have the Stego that is <laughs> stupid overstable. It's only still in my bag because I have an empty slot. 
it might get replaced by the new latitude uh they have a new one coming out a uh, stable approach disc i don't know what it's like uh it'll be interesting there's the honor and something else and i believe the honor yeah. is their new fairway driver that i'm getting to test out Ooh, hopefully soon fancy yeah it's only because i am a ranger in the dynamic disc squad so yeah and you had to pick one yes oh um i also have a bird by the way ah very nice approach disc straight you know if you're throwing a bird you know if you haven't thrown a bird you've probably not been on the internet so you don't know anything and you've never heard anyone talk about a bird but it's actually yes i i still like it's a great disc but it is still overhyped reddit don't do not at me at Joe's Disc Golf. Yes, I need the account um, interactions. <laughs> yes, uh, my my other throwing putter that I really like for um, for forehand approaches is the Maiden. Yep, um, just a classic, or well, it's the Origio Burst mm-hmm. uh, that I like to throw. Um, that's my other throwing putter if you will and then of course everyone's got to have a zone a harp a whatever as a uh as an extra approach disc i use a nice war elephant zone um, nice nice and pretty i have in my zone slot um you know the zone harp whatever i have the zone yeah the paul Macbeth 5x i will start the bidding at 100 dollars. gently used (laughs) Uh, it's Paul McBreath. Uh, I just, the only reason I picked up the Macbeth one last year or two years ago, it was pink and my choices were pink and black. And yeah, that was not a hard choice to make. Yeah. Uh, I guess I should clarify. Mine is the, uh, is a blue war elephant in pink or yeah. with a pink disc. It's, it's a great it's disc. Very pretty. I forehand this one a lot. I kind of backhand it mm-hmm. a little bit. It's just for the touchy shots I use, I have to think too much about my backhand to really get a good clean release on a backhand. And that's where the culprit comes in handy with the Chris Clemens Clemonade stamp. It's Lucid X, so it's more stable than a normal culprit, but it's not so overstable that on a backhand I can't do anything with it. With a forehand, it's a little too touchy. It's kind of the opposite for me with the zone. So it's, mm-hmm. it fills that slot great. And you'll see, you're going to hear me talk a lot about that, where it's a little too this for my backhand, but for my forehand and vice versa. I basically have two bags in my bag for my backhands and yeah. forehands. Yeah. Because Which I'm awesome. I will say, I will say, the reason I've gone to a zone, last year I had a harp that filled that slot. I've gone to the zone because I like it a little bit better for my forehand. Yep. Um, it's just the feel on it's just a little bit better. Um, I still really like the harp, and I had thought about keeping both of them, but I decided that for what I wanted, yeah, it just made more sense to go with the zone. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. So, yep, that takes me through my putt and approach Same-sies. into what I would call my my mid ranges. I would call so them mid ranges too, because that's what everybody lists them as. Well, yes. The The only thing is I do have a nice lucid X moonshine bounty, Ooh. which is technically a four speed. So the same as the zone. Yeah. Four is kind of that um, weird crossover. Just kind of like 10 is. Yeah. Yeah. So got a nice, pretty bounty in the moonshine plastic nice uh i'll call it the occult style uh stamp there um have that as a nice little uh you know relatively straight shooter i as well uh, have a little a bit understable and my bounty nice. is a lucid one so it is naturally less stable than what you have lucid x and moonshine make everything yes. more stable and this is yep. my touchy you know get a lot of distance but for whatever reason i can't get a lot of power on it yeah uh, it's great for that the glide on the bounty however is awesome uh i'm probably going to be needing a new bounty soon because this one is getting pretty beat up and so it is quite 
understable. I mean, it's naturally an understable Oof. disc. It's a minus one and a half yeah. with a 0.5 fade. So yes, it's understable to begin with. And I don't know how well it's shown up on camera. It's well loved. <laughs> yes. Well, speaking of understable, well-loved discs, next one I've got is this beautiful 2018 oh Trilogy Challenge Patrol. I still need to do that video. I want to take the most stable disc I have, probably the Stego, and the least stable disc I have, the Patrol, and play around. And probably now, just a putter, on. just to putt with. Is it... Is it the Stego or is it that one that we got, that mid-range mm. that we got from... Uh, the Frag. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That one was... Because the Stego, you can kind of power down and make it go straighter. The harder you throw the Stego, yes. the more stable it gets. Yes. It doesn't matter how hard you throw the Frag at all. It it just dumps. I can, I, dumps I can feel hard. it wanting to turn over while I'm throwing a forehand. Yes. Yeah, that... that that caught me by surprise a few times. Yes. It was very interesting. Uh, for those of you that have never thrown a patrol. Good luck finding one. Um, they're out of production. Yes, they're currently out of production. I actually own two because I picked up a backup um, at some tournament that I was at. Mm -hmm. uh, they are stupid understable. Yes. Uh, I'll just leave it at that. And that is <laughs> that is coming from you. And you generally play Am3. Just yes. to give everybody a reference, like you are yes. saying as a, a novice or, or recreational disc golfer that this is a very understable uh, disc. Just to give you yes. kind of give everyone an idea if you've never touched a patrol. It yes. is they are there's a reason why flippy. this is like the easy to use of the easy to use line, essentially. And that there's a reason why it's just not yeah. made anymore. Yeah, yeah sales so what else do you have in your bag i got two more mid-ranges but uh i have two more molds. You your... okay okay tell me about them i got T the, tell me about one of them. a mac truth i believe that's how you say it and the <laughs> emac truth uh these are two different weights my orange one is 10 grams 12 grams lighter unknowingly when i bought them uh just they're great straight shots uh the orange one is a little less stable little i think it has to do with it being in my bag a little bit longer and being lighter yeah but uh makes sense yeah they are they're both great discs you can generally put a decent amount of power on them and they'll hold straight they've got a lot of easy glide a lot of easy distance for a mid-range and i use them for a lot of wooded holes i'll throw them there are a couple holes i'll throw them at at like pfw where they're downhill and I'll just let it sail and generally don't have to worry about overshooting a hole, yeah. usually. But uh, fan <laughs> fantastic discs. Um, again, yeah. That's, yeah. that's about all I can... I mean, if you, if, so, EMAC, EMAC Truth and Judge, I feel, are like the two discs that it's like the buzz and the zone or you know something like that where everybody's like, yeah, I know that. I know that one. There's a reason why. Yeah. So uh, up until this past year, I also bagged an EMAC Truth. I have actually gone away from that. Boo. Um, well, so the reason why, one, I throw a Warship. A very which is similar disc. Similar. Um, I think it's closer to like the, the standard Truth. I want to say it's like that step in between. Like yeah, the EMAC yeah, is, a, a, is hybrid. a half step up from in terms of stability from the Truth. And this is uh -huh. like a quarter step up or down, depending on what your frame of reference is. It, yeah. yeah, it's one of those, like, if you like the Warship, you're probably not going to throw the other, the Truth or Emac. Yeah. Which, again, I like the other two. Very, you know, it's a feel. very similar. Yeah. It's just one of those where I feel like I've gone more towards the Warship. And then the other one, which I just ended up putting in my bag recently, is the Latitude 64 Royal, or, uh... Oh, uh, the trust. Yeah. Yes. The trust. Yes. Yes. That's a good and the disc. reason I've gone to that over the, the EMAC is because I was for what I like to throw my EMAC truth yeah. or how I like to throw my EMAC truth. I was getting very similar results with the trust yep. and the plastic on the 
the royal this plastic or is... sorry it's grand plastic royal is the line yes grand plastic yes. is grand plastic so nice it is so nice if oh, you haven't yeah. had a chance to, to get it i have i have a couple discs chef's kiss um that are that are in that plastic and uh, oh it's yes. fantastic i highly recommend yeah, it uh the, once my so smooth once my emac truth uh gets too beat up i'm probably going to switch to that because the trust yeah. so i'm just again the trust and the emac truth fit such a similar like yes. slot that i threw it yeah. and i was like this is a great disc but my emac is beat in and i like i know how that i know what that one's going to do I don't have to learn it. Yeah. Where Yeah, like I said, I mean, I've just switched to those two. One because I like the feel of the trust better than the, yep. the standard, you know, lucid plastic on the Emac Truth. Yep. And you know, I, I was getting it to do the same stuff. So, so. I have one mid-range Not, left. Um and it's well, and it's three is molds. It your putting justice. This is my this is my putting justice. I never miss with it, <laughs> usually because I'm pissed off and only about five feet away because I missed another putt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, and it happens to be the one in my hand. Now, this is my least stable justice that I can uh, get it to flip up, almost hyzer flip. It's almost beat up enough to hyzer flip on a forehand. Yes, I said hyzer flip with justice. Uh, it's great. I can put it on a little touchy line. It'll hold that hyzer, no problem. This is my beat up one. This is the one I can throw backhand and forehand. The next step up is my Kona Lucidex. I think it's Lucidex. It's Chameleon for sure. Justice. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that one's more stable. Great, great disc. Can't hyzer flip that one. It'll like I'll if I let it go flat, it's gonna go flat for like fifty feet ish, and then start hyzering out. I can get some Annie on it and get some real good flex line going on that and finally my lucid x flat as a pancake justice <laughs> uh this thing yes. is very stable and yeah again if you need a stable disc uh, i throw my justice at least one of these on most holes most i would holes. say uh in a in a normal round if things are uh, honestly it doesn't matter if things are going good or bad I will probably throw a justice on probably 12, at least 12 holes, give or take. Obviously, I it mean, depends on the course. Yeah, I would argue that is your signature disc is, is the justice. Yes, if I had to do that, I almost bought the um, Macy Valadia's stamp, her Tour Series one. Mm. But yeah. it I it was the Lucid X, and I was like, oh, I already have the... I already have this one. Like, yeah. Plus I have backups yeah. already. I think somewhere in here. You, you have a lot of justices. I do. Um, I don't have them in here. I must've taken them out or something. That's okay. <laughs> they respawn. All right. <laughs> <laughs> or they spawn like rabbits, you know, whatever. Yeah. All right, so let's let's talk some fairway drivers. Um, I this is going to be where I have the most. Um, I have a fair amount. Yeah, including my yeah, backups. Yeah, these are. Um, I have a couple of seven speeds, and then for me, for my distance, I typically think that nine speed is kind of my my sweet spot. Um, okay. So I have. So I have one, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, sorry, five nine speeds and a ten speed. Um, and I might actually be introducing another nine speed into my bag later this year. I, I'm counting but my let's... ten speeds as uh, distance drivers. Oh, good, because that makes life. Uh, that means that I might actually have some distance drivers here. So I'll go ahead and start with my seven speeds. Yeah, I'm still trying to get all of um, mine out. <laughs> so my first one is this nice pink and uh, silver stamp Maverick. I threw it into the lake or into a pond earlier this year. So it's a little bit understable even for a Maverick. Okay. Um, it's, uh, you know, it, it's a nice little disc. I really enjoy it. 
it's for those that have never thrown it if you've ever thrown a vandal it's a slower speed vandal i was gonna ask i thought that was a slower vandal same it's a it's an understable disc for sure um yeah speaking of vandals i actually have one believe it or not oh that's where that's where you're starting huh uh well here's the thing i go in stability not speed Ah, so I have I some slower than stability. I have some slower <laughs> discs that are more stable. So yes, uh, this is by far the least stable <laughs> uh, fairway driver I have. The Vandal, it's great. I can power down and hyzer flip or throw it on. You know, I need a turnover shot for some reason. I can't throw a forehand. I don't know why that would be, but you know. Sometimes things hey, happen. Maybe you just like lost your forehand for. Uh, I hole. actually use this on that island hole at Sweeney East because I can power it down. I can still get that skip mm. if I come in short, and ah. still get that little bit of ground play, but not so much ground play that I go ob long and then have to go from the drop zone. But it's great for nice. that. Uh, I've kind of toyed around with using it as a roller disc too. The problem is I don't have enough time to practice to make it a good roller disc. So, but yeah. that's more on, I, on me. Yeah. I also have a Vandal. I have the Kona Vandal that they released last year. I have one of those signed. Um, yeah. Somewhere. Yeah, I just, I just have it. Um, so I also have that for, you know, a little bit longer shots that I want to use, that type of stuff. Yep. Um, throw the Maverick and the Vandal just slightly differently. Depend, I mean, again, a seven versus a nine at you know for my arm speed is gonna. It'll be more stable. It'll act more yes, stable. Yeah, it's gonna be more stable. Um, I've actually one hole that I was having a lot of trouble with. I Heiser flipped and parked. Nice with this. So nice. Yeah, yeah. So my next one up. I think that was after I went OB, but. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to we don't need to talk about that uh yes, since yes, you yes. did mention the escape i think you did i have three no, of not them. yet so i have two of them well two and i might be adding one this is my beat to hell flippy escape i mean the escape is flippy but like yeah. i figured out this disc saved my rear end in the three rivers open. Do you remember those two holes where I hyzer flipped? Oh yeah. Yeah. That was this disc. Mm-hmm. I hyzer flipped it yep. on my forehand and parked a hole. I don't, I think that was round one and you weren't there for round one, yeah. but I was like, I've got nothing to lose. I'm going to try this and was like, Holy shit. That worked. It worked. Uh, <laughs> oh, I just birdied a really long par three hole six. The one where you're throwing, yes. there's the ravine, you're throwing towards the river. Yeah, 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 And yeah. you kind of, like, knowing the course helps because there's three different paths. If you go up the gut, it's really tough because it's tight. Uh-huh. But you can kind of do a, if you can get it, a flex or a, a forehand shot, Yeah. there's more space. Mm-hmm. But you also have to get lucky. There are a lot of little trees, and I got really damn lucky. Yeah. Uh, then I've got so, my Kona Escape. I think you have one too. I do. I don't have it in my bag. It's more um, stable than you'd think. This is the Orbit. Yeah. The Fusion. Yeah. Uh, still trying to work it in to fill in that slot because yeah. I need to start beating it in before this one gets like completely unusable. This one's been in yeah. my bag for <laughs> such a long time. There's absolutely no flashing. It's got a nice rounded underside and that is not because I did anything to it other than use it. Yeah. And then I've got my so, my backup escape, which is somewhere in between the two. Yeah. So I currently carry two escapes. One yes. being my beautiful Lucid Your Air, Air escape, escape. Yes. That, yes. Uh, that is, if I had a signature disc, this would be it. Yes. Um, it's a good disc. And then I have a yeah. And then I have a just a standard Lucid escape. Yeah. Um, that is just oh you know it's more overstable a little bit less glide than my lucid air escape yep um and i'll i'll go ahead and talk about it um but one of the discs i'm considering putting in for this year 
to fill a spot is actually the Supreme Escape. Um, I got it. Yeah, I got it in December. So, so that, I have, yep, it's brand new still. <laughs> yes, it is still brand new. I don't even think I've actually christened it by putting it in a basket yet. So yeah, um, I am debating filling one of my higher 10 speed discs, uh, switching it out with that. Yep. But that's something that I'll have to once I'm able to get on the course and practice. Yeah, moving practice, practice, practice. Moving up in stability is a disc I don't throw that often. It's the evader. Okay. Uh, it's stable. Uh, it's got mm-hmm. a decent flight. The hard problem mm-hmm. I have is the holes I want to use it for. I either like powering down on a felon or powering up a little bit on the escape. It's kind of in a weird mm. slot, but it has come in handy. And I also have the Lucid X Zach Melton Tennessee bar stamp. Yes. Um, <laughs> which it's Lucid X and it's also a flat top. So it's a good forehand disc. Again, same kind of issue where I'm like, I'll pull it out every maybe once around or so. And maybe it's just something I need to do is just work on it in the field a little more, just get a better feel for it. Mm Because it's a good disc. I like it. I like the seven speed that it is. It's got a smaller rim for my stumpy little fingers. But, you know, it's, it's, yeah. And it doesn't have too much glide. Yeah. So, so since you're talking seven speeds, I'll talk my last seven speed, which is a Ricky Waisaki Saki Bomb Explorer. Ooh. Um, yeah, nice blue um, with a, I guess, a darker blue stamp on it. Of course, the Saki Bomb yep. from last year um, that was released. So, that's my other seven speeder. Um, just a little bit more stable option than my mm-hmm. uh, than my other seven speeds. So something else to just kind of play with there, I suppose. Yeah. So the last mold I have and I have. OK. One, two, three, four, five, six. Only six. I thought I had more. Well, while you're trying to figure that out, I'll talk about my one that is not your other mold, and that is just the uh, Latitude 64 Jade. You know, nice little lighter disc. I, I tend to like slightly lighter discs. Yep. Wasn't that the um, one from more... the Trilogy Challenge where they made it a heavy one? No, that was the Sapphire. Oh, that was a good disc. Um, which I, I, I like... But it doesn't really fit in my bag. Yeah. Because I like other things better. In that same slot. I got them um, confused. Yeah. No, the Jade, um, kind of in between my two escapes yep. in that the, it's more understable, but it has more fade okay. than either of the escapes. Okay. So it it's, uh you know, I, I use it. I use it for a little bit different, again, from my escapes. I actually, in my bag, I... Like I said, I do speed and then I do stability. Mm-hmm. I actually keep it between my two escapes. So gotcha, 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 gotcha. Yeah. So my last mold. So, <laughs> yep. Is if I had to have a second signature disc, it would be the felon. <laughs> As you can tell from this felon right here, with how this stamp has uh, worn out, this one's been in my bag for a while. This is my understable Heiser Flip felon. Yes, you heard that correctly. Uh, it has uh, been in my I've bag. I've seen him do it. He's not BSing. It, it it is. It has been in my bag that long. I do not have that strong of an arm. I have a good arm, but not that strong. Uh, so that's a good disc. This is. Uh, if I'm not throwing a justice, I'm throwing a felon. I love the felon. the The hand feel is great, especially on a forehand. Backhand, I can do this one pretty well. I have the uh, Saki Bomb felons as well. The Orbit Plastic. The great thing about these is they are more stable than this Beat to Hell one. However, they are not like a normal felon. They're actually like... They're beat up right off the bat, basically. They're great. Ton of glide. I was messing around with them on uh, the football field a couple months ago. And I went to plant and throw it. My front foot slipped and I still managed to get it over 300 feet. Because the football lines are still on the ground. That's how I know. <laughs> uh, so ton of glide. Tons and tons of glide. 
This one, uh, it takes a while for it to come back, so you can really get it out there and flex it, and it's just, it's great. They're both great. They're like teal and blue. Uh, pink was not yeah. an option. Teal, blue, and red were <laughs> your your three options. Then I have my yeah. misprint Kona signed felon in lucid plastic, the clearer version yeah. of lucid plastic, and more stable. It's a great disc. Love it. Again, it's a felon. <laughs> then I got one back that I had lost for over two years. It is my overstable hand-eye supply glimmer justice or justice uh, felon. And felon. It is it's the same disc. Yeah, it is awesome. It is. I've missed this disc. It is so nice. It is one of the more stable felons I have. And it is if I want to take a step down and a step back from the Lucid X Chameleon Eric Oakley Team Series Felon, which is just a meat hook. This is my <laughs> 20 mile an hour headwind. Yeah, I can make that shot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, no problem. I got yeah. this. Watch this. <laughs> Bet you never seen a, a Felon Heiser flip. Bet you never seen a Stiletto Heiser flip because I've done that into a Ugh. hell of a strong headwind. Yes. Yes. So my last nine speed is also a felon. Uh, I have a just again, a blue with a darker blue stamp. Oh, I lied. I have you, you one can more edit out my, uh, huh? I lied. I have one more fairway driver technically. Well, what is that? The Simon Lazat tilt meta tilt. I forget the tilt is a, it's a nine one um, one six. Technically a nine speed. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it flies like it. Again, tilt. If you don't know it, where have you been living? <laughs> yeah. At least in disc golf, like I feel like the Berg yes. and the tilt. If you don't know about those two, I don't know where you've been. Yeah. So we've talked fairway drivers. Let's uh, let's get into our uh, discs that we like to rip. The ten speeds, the the good ones, the good ones. Yeah, I don't think I have any ten speeds. Well, the sorry, let me rephrase that. The distance drivers, starting with the ten speeds and going up from there. Uh, I'll go ahead and so this one actually used to be your disc. It's the Opto Musket. Yes. Um, I lost my mu musket that somehow has not made its way back to me. Which I hate when that this happens. This is actually the one that I'm. Yeah, this is actually the one that I'm considering replacing because in the fall, if you remember us talking about it, I was a really big fan of the Doomsday Discs uh, Dystopia. Yes. Driver, another ten speed. Um. Right now, that spot is filled by my musket. I'll probably do some more playing around with the dystopia. I'll be right back. Or I might replace it with the with the Supreme Escape. Um, so those are those are the two that I'm kind of yeah looking at switching in for that musket. Um, don't know what I'll end up choosing, but those are kind of the, the plans that I have. Yeah. So what else do you have for wheel for your distance drivers? Cause I've got two more. I've got a lot more. <laughs> Let's hear them. Well, I have one that I'm pretty sure you have, or at least you did have the Kristen well, Tatar. I'm pretty Grace. sure the two I have are. Yeah. So we've got all three colors between the two of us. Yes, uh, I have fantastic the... disc. I love yeah. forehanding this disc. And RJ, you can attest to this. You were there when I smoked that person in the thigh at the yes. doubles tournament. As we're all standing on the yeah. tee of a 400 foot hole going, it's going to hyzer out. It won't hit him. It won't hit him. Oh, shit. Four. Yes. <laughs> Yes, uh, that is a really nice disc, even for my noodle arm. It, it, it uh, has so much glide. I, I, it's it's nice. It's got some glide to it. It is for me. It's a little bit overstable, but yeah. I don't dislike that in my um, drivers because I end up for what you use putting it for. a lot of any on them. Yeah, 
for what yeah. you use it for yeah. or in a headwind, it's going to fly great for you. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's one of my other two. I'm pretty sure you have my other mold too, but probably I'll let you, uh, so I'll let you do some talking. I've got the, my next step up from that is the sheriff and this one I'll throw kind of depends on the wind. Uh, if it's into a headwind, absolutely not too understable. I also have a backup in yep. red, but this version, the, uh, again, I have team series discs for people who aren't part of the team anymore. I have the Page Shoe Lucidex Chameleon Sheriff. And this thing is amazing. It is handles the headwind no problem. I can put some Annie on it, get a nice flex line out of it. The other disc I had been, I'm toying with putting in, because I just found it thanks to my daughter, unpacking all of my Frisbees the other day <laughs> because... She was angry, and the only thing I could do was like take her to the basement to just change the scenery. Any parent out there just knows change of scenery can be great. Some of my discs were on the ground, and she decided to uh, help me sort them. And I found this gem, a Lucid Air Sheriff, coming in ah. at a whopping 162 grams. That is heavier than than my last one. To be fair, I found it in my bag. Like this thing looks brand new, but I know I bought it many years ago. Um, yeah, yeah, that thing is old. I stopped throwing it for a while. Uh, I'm gonna take it out to the field and see. This could be one of those like, hey, you got a good tailwind. This is a 500 foot hole. Go nuts, kind of thing. Yeah, you know, yeah. see what kind of distance you can get. Taking a step up from there, I have, I'll show you the clean one, the Raider. The Raider. Awesome disc. Um, you can put a monster flex on this one and it'll still come back. It is, again, great. This is my <laughs> usable one. They're both the same. Just, again, backup. I like having backups of the discs I use a lot or having variations like the Huck Lab Gold Line, where this one's just less stable. So again, situational dependent, tailwind, or take some power off it kind of thing. Or I need a hyzer flip for whatever reason. I will throw the Huck Lab. I mentioned the Grand Plastic before. And I will continue to talk and sing its praises with the Latitude 64 Royal Rive. Such a good disc. Um... Again, clean releases. So nice. I love throwing this disc. Um, it fits that slot where like my gladiator was slash kind of almost like an enforcer, which I also still have in the bag just as kind of a backup instead of getting another rive because they didn't have. So I have a couple rives. One of them's a first run that I don't want to throw. Another one is also a first run that I'm afraid to throw because I will lose it. Because it looks like a booger. It's like this green yellow swirl. And so anytime it lands in the grass, you can't find it. It looks like camouflage. So yeah, it looks really pretty hanging on my wall at work. <laughs> Which disc do you have that was a crossover? Because I only have one left. Didn't you say you had one more? What is, what, what is your last one? Uh, it's one you definitely don't have. Well, then my last one is a trespass. Yes, I took the trespass out. Ah, you used to have a trespass. I used then. to have a trespass uh, yeah. until I found um, the sheriff started to overlap with the uh, with how beat so, up it was. So, yeah, mine, I throw a lucid air, kind of orangish, reddish, pinkish, yep. kind of salmon color. Yeah. Um. Lucid Air Trespass. Um, yeah, it, it works really well for what I like, which is, you know, big, big flex lines. Yep. Um, and headwinds. Yep. Um, That's kind of what I'm going to talk I've, about next. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've started because it's the Lucid Air, I've started to actually get it to do what it's kind of supposed to do. Yep. Um, but in general, you know it's a 12 speed disc it's yeah. it's a little bit big for my arm yeah 
Uh, the last one I have is a disc that I will throw every single time on hole 13 at Tillman from the blurple. Blue and red. <laughs> White is just a weird shot. Uh, it is the... I had to replace it, and it took me forever to replace it, and I couldn't really find a real replacement until recently. It was my old stiletto that got too beat up. It flew more like a <laughs> raider, it, which is yeah. still stable. But when you have like it's that you it's that disc. You're like, no, I need it to fly like this because that's the only it's the only reason I'll use it. And it is my uh-huh. chameleon. Um, it's not Lucidex because it's uh, it's latitude. Um, tournament no whatever it is oh geez yeah so it is there it's lucid (laughs) let's be honest all those plastic ones are the same between the trilogy companies and uh Mm -hmm. it's a great disc i have thrown it before in a couple years ago in the match play tournament that we host opto opto thank you in the match play tournament that we host Every year, uh, in one of the rounds, it was a big headwind. I had the tee first, and I just stepped up, and everybody was like, he's stepping up with a forehand on this big hole into this headwind? They didn't realize I was throwing a stiletto, and it flew arrow straight. I have never gotten it. I have never hyzer flipped a stiletto before, except into this monster headwind. And it flew close to... Yeah, 325 ish 300 i got over halfway in the hole and the hole was 550 so you're looking yeah. at 300 ish give or take yeah um yeah i ended up losing that match but <laughs> that's okay that was my match against jay so if, ah, if there's someone yeah. i'm gonna lose to i'm okay with losing to jay um yeah so good guy yeah great guy and so, yeah, the stiletto, fantastic disc, very overstable. I don't have to really worry about putting too much power on it. I have had to worry about not putting enough power on it. A few times where, like, I've pulled it out at that, like, one time at the, uh, we were playing Tillman, probably uh, Three Rivers Open. I started mm-hmm. on hole 14 for round two of two rounds in one day. And so I ended on hole 13. And that's what I always throw for this. I actually went OB short because I didn't put enough. There's the way the hole is set up. It's this monster dog leg right. There is a path that's OB is that, that the runs one to the going right out to the uh, out to the street. Yeah, out to the street, like and right then a hard right turn back. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Right next to the parking lot, and it kind of comes to a point. Yeah. Yeah. So you've got OB long, which is a major road, and people. This has happened. People will go for the disc if it is in the street. They will try to run it yep. over. And I that's why I have a second Kristen Tatar Grace. The other one's a little more beaten. And uh yeah, so either way, I didn't put enough on it and I went OB short. Because second round at Tillman, Tillman is eight thousand feet. Yeah, it's I mean long. it depends on obviously it depends on the layout. I think it can right. be as short yes. as 5,000. If you're playing whites to the short pin. Yeah. But if you're playing blues to the long pin, I think you're, you're it's not at 10,000 yet. They're still trying to add two more holes and some length to it. I think it's over 9,000. It's over 9,000. Yeah, I know. So <laughs> after throwing... Nearly four miles, if I threw everything correctly yeah. in a straight line, <laughs> which we all know that <laughs> didn't funny. happen, so I threw well over four miles. Oh, man. Yeah. But good times. Those are the discs. Those are the bags. Yeah. We're in the bag. Yeah. I'm in the bag. You're drinking We've water. Gone through the bag. Yeah. That's so, how far I in the bag we are. Uh, yes. Yes. That's all I've got. That's all you've got. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I think that's all for this episode. I think so. so yeah. It's a good day. As we said at the beginning, if you are watching this and want to catch it uh, not in a visual medium, you can find 
You can find us wherever you get your major podcasts. Yep. If you are listening to this and would like to watch us so you can see all of these lovely discs, mm-hmm. you can find us on YouTube at YouTube slash Joe's Disc Golf. And uh, yeah, that pretty well wraps it up. Joe, thank you for all that you do. Thanks for taking us through your bag today. Yeah, thanks for sharing yours. And uh, thanks for hosting. Yeah, thanks to everyone for watching, listening, Mm -hmm. being a part of our, uh, well, showing interest in our bags. Yep. And we'll see you next time. Have a great round. Enjoy your round, everyone. Bye. Later.